Kevin. Yes, it, it is, is I. Nice, nice to hear you and your your coughing. Uh yeah. Yeah. No. It's um, going to be a few uh hacking and hooping. Hooping and hacking. Yes. During this everyone, episode, everyone be prepared to lower and raise your volume throughout this episode because of Kevin's hacking. Yeah. Everyone put uh, masks on your earphones too. So yeah. <laughs> make sure you. We don't know the extent of this. It could be yeah. dangerous. Disinfect those uh, those ears after you're done listening. It's a dirty episode. It's a dirty episode. Yes, we are episode sixteen. Nice. Who would have thunk it? I know, right? Who would have thunk it? Um, let's see. Today we had no football. It was a very sad day, indeed. It was a very sad day as we were recording this on a Thursday. Um, yeah, it 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 we're losing the best sport in the what next month, and then we go into the end of basketball and potentially the beginning of baseball depending on when that whole lockout ends i mean yeah hopefully um i mean hopefully you get it, something. it might end soon since mr uh, robert manfred has a uh, step down as the commissioner for um i don't know yeah i, I mean know what for he um he f- he got Ken Rosenthal fired from MLB Network because Ken Rosenthal I'm pretty sure it was Ken Ken Rosenthal yeah he uh, spoke you know he made some uh, some comments about Manfred and the stuff he's been doing and whatnot um but. He is like, nope, you're gone. And then literally a day later, Mr. Manfred steps down. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of weird things are going on in baseball right now. Yeah, I mean, definitely. As much Uh, as crap Roger Goodell gets, uh, you think... You you think uh, the MLB commissioner would hang in a little bit longer... And wouldn't just fire somebody over some criticisms. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Goodell's uh, actually done that either, where he's fired someone based on the, uh, you know, comments they've made towards him. You know? But, yeah, I mean, it, it seems like the baseball world is happy. The players are happy that he's gone. All for the best, I guess, right? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. It seems like, though, that they might be only playing about 60 to 70% of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, take a. The players offered to take a 63% pay cut to play a shortened season. So the players offered it. Hmm. A lot of weird things going on in baseball right now. Yeah, I think we'll have to do a little deep dive into the whole lockout for next episode. 
since next episode probably won't be. Actually, it will be because we'll have week 18 done and the national championship in the books by then. So, yeah, we'll do a little deep dive in baseball next week regarding the uh, lockout. Um, in jumping over to basketball, basketball news, Dirk is going to get a statue as well. He should, as he should. Yes. Um, you stated the statue looked like he was shooting a certain type of toy that is anal beads. Yep. (laughs) Anal beads. Uh, Yeah, if you guys uh, have not seen the statue, I suggest um, I suggest looking it up. I don't think we needed the uh, what was it? The four images of the basketball in the statue. He he should just be holding the basketball, doing like a fadeaway, the one legged fadeaway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a good statue, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. But yes, like you said, it doesn't need the uh, the extra balls added to it, <laughs> or the beads, I should say. The you know beads. what this statue needs? More balls. <laughs> More balls. Not enough balls. Um. Yeah, I mean, like you said, rightfully so. Definitely deserves it. Uh, everybody is uh, questioning the statue and why it looks like a sex toy. You know, it reminds me of um, the league where Andre sits on the trophy or falls on the trophy by accident. (laughs) Oh, man, that show is funny. That's a good show. If you haven't seen the league, I suggest watching the league. If you're into fantasy football or just football in general. Yeah, definitely give that a watch. Um, The Warriors are getting hot or staying hot i should say and are gonna right. get better Did they ever not get hot we're gonna get better with mr uh, clay thompson returning yeah it's finally happening man yeah we've been talking this up for uh months now so i feel like yeah. since last year like oh just wait till clay comes back just wait till clay comes back yeah and I mean, impressively, the Warriors have been good without him. You know, they've been really good without him. Um, and I think he said he hinted to Sunday being his first game back. If I'm not mistaken, that's what he hinted to. Um, yeah, I mean, power ranking wise, uh, Lots of lots changed in the power rankings. I mean, we'll just go through the top 10 because outside the top 10, no one cares. Uh, Warriors, number one. The Jazz move up from three to two. The Suns fall to three. Bucks go up to four. The Bulls go up two spots to five. The Nets drop to six. Heat move up one to seven. Grizzlies move up one to nine. Or sorry, eight. My apologies. I skipped a number. 
the Cavs fall to nine. They were six. The Cavs. We're going to come back to that. And the Cavs the Sixers, are, are good enough. The Sixers are at 10. And on the outside, we have just Nuggets at 11, Hornets, Clippers, Celtics. And then your lovely Lakers at 17. The Cavs are number nine. The Lakers are currently above 500, just to let you know. Okay. <laughs> they are at 500. Well, just kidding. This is from the other day. Yes, they are above 500. Um, yeah, the Cavs, uh, number nine. Um, I don't think anyone would have bet the Cavs close to all-star break be top 10. How about the Bulls being the number one team in the East right now? Um, the East has always been lackluster, especially with the way the Nets have been um, wishy-washy with their play, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I'm happy. I Do I think... I mean, actually, the way the Bulls have been playing, I think they have a legitimate shot of making the conference finals. The way they've been playing. Now, can they keep it up? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know. I feel like the Nets are going to pull some bullshit. And, uh, yeah. well, well, I think um, the Nets are going to stay in, like, the third to fourth seed based on uh, Mr. Kyrie being available to play outside of Brooklyn. Or New York, I should say. Mm-hmm. And so any games they get outside of New York are better for them because Kyrie gets to play. <laughs> so what you're saying is the strategy here should be the middle of the pack in the East. They should, No, they should be the absolute worst team in the East so they don't they get really start off with no home field advantage. <laughs> true. 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 Yeah. Basically. Um. Yeah, the Nets. I mean, the Nets are they're gonna be good. I mean, they're gonna make the playoffs. They're gonna be one of the teams everyone's gonna be like, oh, they could win it this year. They could win it this year. Um. I mean, obviously, you can't count out LeBron and the Lakers. He's gonna flip the switch. It's gonna happen. I mean, he's kind of playing a lot since Street Clothes Davis is hurt. Um, who knows what kind of, you know, um, stress is going to put on his, his body come the late run in the, you know, at the end of the season for playoff push. Because as of right now, I believe the Lakers are... What, record-wise? To the West. The Lakers are sixth. They are just at the edge of the playoffs. Good enough, baby. You're right. It's good enough. Um, And there's only really, at the moment, uh, three teams within a game behind, a game or two behind. So, yeah, I mean, good basketball. East, the East is actually pretty competitive one through 10 one through 11. Cause Boston Hawks just look bad. Yeah. Not the same. 
Um, what, what, where, where are you, Mr. Young? Right? Let's look at, let's look at Mr. Yeah. Trey Young. No, <laughs> he's played in, let's see, how many games has he played in this year? Mm, oh, he's questionable for Friday. He just dropped a 50-piece, too. He did. How come I ain't hear about that? Because they lost. I mean, they played against Dame Dollar and them boys, but golly. Get clapped. Yeah. Well, he didn't even play against Dame Dollar. Um, oh, he sat out. Oh, he sat out Wednesday too against the Kings. So he didn't play Wednesday, and he might not play tomorrow. Yeah, oh man. I mean, he's not having a bad year, averaging twenty-eight and a half, nine and a half assists, and four rebounds a game. Yeah, his team's doing shitty though. Yeah, he's played That's the in problem. Thirty-three games right now. And we're in what forty-ish range? Yeah, almost forty. Thirty-seven. Forty-one, I think, because the Lakers are twenty and nineteen. Yeah, thirty-nine, forty, forty-two-ish. A lot of games were postponed due to COVID. Yep. Um. But. Yeah, these, these, this, this basketball. This basketball actually might be pretty fun to watch this year towards the end of the season going into playoffs. Um, yeah, it's going to be a mixed bag of teams, man. Especially especially in the East. Um, who would have thought in the East as of right now? I mean, you got you got your usual, your usual five. Eh, I wouldn't even say usual five because the Bulls are in it. The usual four, Nets, Bucks, Heat, Sixers. And then you got the Cavs and the Bulls right there. And you got the Raptors looking outside in, the Wizards, and then the Celtics and Hawks are falling hard. Not even going to glance at, over at the Magic or uh, the Pistons? No, we're not going to worry about that. Yeah, we're not going to worry about that. One team who's fallen from grace is the Spurs. I hope they get it together. Spurs were always fun to watch. But they're no, big they weren't. Three. With their big three? They were boring as shit to watch. You just say that because you're a Lakers fan. They were boring to watch, and that's a scientific fact. They were winning games. That's all that matters. Yeah, they were winning games, but they were boring while they were doing it. They were winning games because they put the other team to sleep. And the home crowd, or the whatever opposing team crowd they were going against to sleep. Because then they couldn't cheer because they were too busy sleeping. The the Spurs were a fun team to watch. Who was fun on the Spurs? You like to watch the fundamentals in basketball, actually. Oh, the fuck you don't. That's a lie. No. No. You no, you like to watch the fundamentals in basketball? No, you don't. Yeah. What is the better dynasty? 
the 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 San Antonio Spurs dynasty, which you can argue stretched over like fifteen years or something like that, right? Or yeah, the Showtime better. Lakers. The fundamentals of basketball. You're full you, of shit. You're not. You're not going to tell. You, they weren't throwing alley oops to each other as the Showtime Lakers. Showtime Lakers. There was assists and rebounds and putbacks. If you want to watch a snooze fest, I mean, they'll they'll still drop a hundred points. I'm just saying, it wasn't a fun hundred points. They're like, oh look, they scored a hundred points. I didn't even know they were just kind of you know. Playing fundamental basketball. No one wants to playing watch that. basketball. They were, they were. I'd rather watch Lob City choke in the finals than uh, the not even the Western Conference finals. They didn't make it to the Western Conference. What am I talking about? But still, they were a f- better team to watch than the Spurs. No, they, no one wanted to watch the Clippers. Lob City Clippers were exciting. No, no, they were. Oh, you cannot say they were Blake, not exciting. Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan dunking no. all the time. Well, minus Chris no. Paul dunking. Weren't fun to watch. No. They weren't fun to watch. Blake Griffin was never dunking. He was throwing the ball extremely it hard. Did you see rim. how hard he threw it down, though? It's not yeah. a dunk. With right? authority. It's an, it's an aggressive layup at best. That man had the best aggressive layups you've ever seen. I think he's the only one to do an aggressive layup. And he was jumping so basketball. high to do it, man. For it's no reason. stuff. For not no reason. Tim Duncan hitting a bank shot. Yeah. One of the greatest players of all time, but still. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, let's hop over to your Lakers. Um, Can we not? They, yeah, they tried, uh, they tried trading Russ, apparently, in the beginning of the year. <laughs> they've, they've, I think they realized how much them, uh, them six turnovers a game were hurting the team. <laughs> six? You mean six turnovers? Turnovers a quarter, man. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mr. Russell. Russell Westbrook. He he's turned it around. He had his first game, you know, the other day. Um in about four hundred and sixty games. Keep going. <laughs> Just keep going. We can edit that out. <laughs> 400 like 460 games uh, without a turnover something like that it could be a little dramatic with the 460 but i could have sworn i read that (laughs) since 2012 without a turnover (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me yeah his first his first game without a turnover was january 4th 2022 against the kings What was the last time he had a no turnover game? Um, oh, you figured it'd be one of these, but he had nine against the the Timberwolves. I'm um, guessing that's a little better than his previous. I don't know. Four hundred and seven game streak with a turnover. With a turnover. 407 game streak. The last game was March 14th, 2016. I was kind of close. You were close. It's like a few years off. Longest turnover streak in NBA history. That's a record I do not think we will ever see again. 
six, what, six years with a turnover? It'll be six years soon. Holy cow. Yeah. He's. He's. You know, yeah, he's a, he's an interesting cat. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's averaging 19.5 points with eight rebounds and eight assists a game. I wish they would show the turnovers per game, but, you know. Oh, maybe right here. Could get a quadruple double with that bad boy. I think he has a double double with the turnovers. His turnover ratio is 14.6. I wonder if it that's per... It doesn't give me a per, it just says turnover ratio. But his assist to turnover ratio is 1.75 assists for every turnover. You know, it's it could be better. Mm, boy. Um, opponents' points off turnovers, they average 12.7. Off of his turnovers. See, he's he's getting people the ball and they're scoring with it. All right, <clears throat> he is not discriminate when it comes to giving people the ball to score. And he gets two points off of turnovers. He averages two points off of turnovers. His own turnovers or other people's? Uh, the turnovers he gets, not that no. he makes. That he gets. <laughs> Is that how he's getting his triple doubles? I guess so. Yeah, I mean, LeBron will get that team turned around. They just Probably. they just need to wait till the last month of the season. Yeah, let you, you fans. I, uh, I have a feeling they're gonna just you know. Not squeak be fantastic in. the rest of the season, but somehow squeak their way in and then get hot. Yeah, just enough team. to stay healthy. And then Street just, Coke comes back and then gets injured the first game back. Yeah, if he ever comes back. What is what is his uh, his injury looking like? Um uh, Feared major injury as of two weeks ago. Something popped in his knee, so he might not even fucking return. I don't think they ha even have anything regarding it. Such a talent, man. Just man of glass. LeBron. <laughs> oh. Rectus abdominis strain. A what? That was that's what LeBron has a rectus abdominis strain. Did he tear his asshole? But it's his stomach. His stomach asshole. <laughs> belly button. His belly button. <laughs> Did he strain his belly button? <laughs> rectus asshole. Um. Yeah. Anthony Davis has an MCL sprain. 
That's what it says as of Wednesday when they played the Kings. Cool. I can't so, wait to see what else he strains this season. He's going to sit out until playoffs. That's what's going to happen, just so he doesn't get hurt again. He's going to have ass sores from ass sitting too much. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be like, um, not as bad, but, or as much of, I guess I wouldn't really call it a bust, but the potential, like Greg Oden, Greg Oden's potential when he got drafted, he just couldn't stay healthy. Or even I mean, like Andrew Bynum. He's playing Obviously, a little bit more. Yeah, no, that, that, that's what I'm saying. I meant like more like potential-wise, like could have been one of the greatest big men to ever play, you know, mm-hmm. regarding, you know, his status in the NBA, but him being hurt, like how Andrew Bynum was, how, you know, Greg Oden was. Um, just that potential that's there and how much is being left on the table. Or left in the medical tent. Or left on the bench. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Okay. I'm depressed enough with these Lakers. Okay. Um I think that's it for basketball. Um Yeah, I think that's it. Uh we'll do a little little random thing. We got real life beef going on with Jake Paul and Dana White. Oh. Who who doesn't love a cocaine addict fighting a steroid user? I just I really don't. <laughs> what is going on? And you know, I mean we kind of talked about it like in message. Um what Jake Paul said to Dana White about the whole you know, I'll retire from boxing if you pay UFC fighters more and give them, you know, lifetime uh, health insurance or health care along those lines after they're done fighting. And, I mean, it's a good idea because I guess the fighters, from what Jake Paul stated, that they're getting paid roughly 15000 a fight. And I think he said to bump like- it up to... 40? I think that's like minimum though, isn't it? I think it's minimum. Um, But I mean, even then, you only fight, what, two, three times a year? Roughly? Yeah, I mean... Without getting your head bashed in super bad? You try not to. Yeah, obviously you try not to, but I mean... (laughs) (laughs) You know... um, Uh... I mean, if you say you, you know, you break your arm or something, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen to these fighters, but it does. Um, you can't fight for six to eight. You can't train for like six to eight months. And then you got to wait another three to six months, roughly for training. You know, and then another month or two after that for the fight. So... I guess, yeah, up in it so they can actually, because most fighters don't get those big, those big uh, brand name deals. No, not at all. I mean, so, 
I mean, oh, open it towards making that good a, money. Yeah, open it towards a, you know, a decent wage, where if say they do fight two to three times a year, they can live, them and their families can live comfortably, you know, and not necessarily have to worry about, uh, you know, money and only getting paid you know, so little per fight and have to fight six times a year just to be okay. The lowest earners taking home between 10,000 and 30,000 and the higher ranking tiers is 500,000 and 300 million per fight. And that was how much do UFC fighters get paid per fight in 2021 by good housekeeping? Good housekeeping. Yeah, according to International Business Times. Got it. Who knew good housekeeping liked MMA? Right? <laughs> good roundhouse kick into the face. Um, And then Dana White responded with a uh, rather, I guess, you know, relatively quick response, I should say. He said, I'm willing to take a drug test if you think I'm a cocaine, you know, user anytime you want. I want you to take a PED test because uh, I think you're taking steroids and da 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 And he says, your biggest issue is you can't sell fights yourself. He says you go after these big names to sell your fights. So that's why you're going after Connor, Floyd, uh, the guy he just beat, um, you know, Ben Astrick, the former UFC fighter, and what? Somebody else. Right? He fought Ben Astrick. That was him. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, and, uh... um, but I guess uh, one of Jake, I guess Jake Paul's manager used to be an accountant at the UFC, and Dana White fired him for reasons he didn't really state. Um, but he said if Jake and the Goblin, which he called that accountant, because <laughs> apparently he's got like two really big moles on his face, called him the Goblin. <laughs> Um, said, if you guys think you can do a better job than him in the UFC, then by all means, go ahead and start your own fighting organization. Yeah, go for it, man. You know, so. I mean, in a sense, he's right there. You'd like to see it. You know, so I'm looking at just like all the list of fighters, like guys mm -hmm. you haven't even heard of. Mm -hmm. Literally the lowest one was. Of 2020, Cole Williams, 9,500 was made by him. So, I mean, Jeez. you imagine? I mean, you obviously have to train for a fight for a long period of time. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want your shit rocked. So, yeah. I mean, working out that extensively for only 9,000, 10, <clears throat> roughly, I mean, it's not, it's not worth it, but. At the end of the day, Dana's right. It is his company. If you wants to pay him a, a crappy wage, then yeah, you can fight somewhere else. Take take yeah. your uh, take your talent elsewhere. And if yeah, you know, doesn't have a good business plan, then shit, he should be out of business. Then right by the 
competitive right. MMA group. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah, I mean, they should, like you said, they should get paid a little more just to be compensated for what, you know, what they put into. Because a lot of these guys, you know, have to work a full-time job and then train for a fight. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like from the 2020 list, like the salary made, mm-hmm. what would you say is like you could take this full-time? Give, um, give me a number. I don't know. I want to say like like top 50 for sure, I think would be. No, no. How, how much per year would you have to oh, make? Per year? Get... Yeah. Oh. Um, like Cody Duffy is fighting in the MMA, in the UFCs. How much is he getting paid a year for him to take it full time? It would probably be around like 75 plus a year. I would have to be able to make. 75 plus would put you at, you got to be better than 275 fighters. How many total fighters are there? About, here we go. Around 600. Just because a lot of these guys are making the same amount, so the list is tied up. Mm -hmm. So more than half of the fighters have to be better than to be able to do it full-time, in my standards. Yeah. Huh. That's, That's interesting. It should be a little... I mean, it also depends on where you live, but say, like, I stayed in California, and that's where I did all my trading and whatnot. Yeah, I think 75 is, like, the sweet spot mm-hmm. um, to be able to live comfortably in California, have my own home, you know, and stuff like that. And to be able to pay for a trainer and, like, you know, a medical staff or, you know, yeah. anything medical wise so that's where I would probably sit at now I'd probably have to go stay more in like Bakersfield California (laughs) (laughs) just get out of California man you know but that's if I wanted to stay in California but yeah your best bet if you're making if you're making anything like around 50k yeah you got to get out of california you got to go to like indianapolis or something or texas kind of thing right um yeah that's crazy that's uh that's nuts man so i guess that's it for the the randomness of this episode yeah no too crazy um college football oh boy we're just gonna jump right into it okay so i was i was oh yeah oh man 
Oh man, did you you didn't watch it? Did you? I I watched a good portion of it. Did you watch the part where they started to suck shit? No, I left before that part. Dude, it went. It wasn't even like a good game. It was just a really bad performance. It was a tale of two halves. I mean. Yeah, it was like it was a dream situation for Notre Dame. You got your new coach. You guys are just taking it to him. And then just things stopped working. And then Mr. Cone went full cone mode. He was in the cone zone. And like defense couldn't freaking tackle. You asked me if they had struggle stopping the run or stopping the option. And I'm like, they're having troubles tackling this is it's like a complete and utter fundamental breakdown of football in general like it was it was gotta be one of the greatest disasters i've ever seen on the field jeez man that's (laughs) i can i can keep going (laughs) i was watching it like the first half i'm paying attention more to the defense not necessarily the offense um and they're doing just Oklahoma State's just doing simple read option in the backfield. Their quarterback's a runner, you know, Big Twelve. Obviously, he's going to run. Um, running back was pretty good, pretty quick. He broke a couple big ones in the first half. But my biggest thing was they ran, I think, a two two package defense for certain things, which is normal. Um, and they had one package that kind of struggled at first. Well, both packages struggled at first with the option. And then one of their quicker packages, I guess you could call it like their nickel, um, was actually stopping the option. They were actually hitting the quarterback in the option and making them hand it off. And the D linemen or the other linebackers were being able to come up and tackle the ball, the running back. Well, for some reason, they just stopped the read option play and it's third and 15, I believe it was. And they put in, they take out their, their nickel package and they put in this fucking linebacker number 52. <laughs> Cause I guess he's their blitzing backer. <laughs> he doesn't even have a name. He's just 52. Dude's fucking hot garbage. Um, what you call it? He, it's a read option. He's Bo blitzing. Bauer 52. Go ahead. Oh my God. Thank you for looking it up because I was going to look it up. Um, he fucking hot garbage. There was a play where they ran a read option and he went straight to the mesh point and didn't fucking touch anyone. <laughs> Quarterback handed it off. Running backs got the first down. And I was just like, are you fucking. And this kid's a fucking sophomore. Get the hell out of here. Oh my goodness! Um, nah, he's just more he, soft. He just he just didn't hit anyone, and I'm just like, you gotta hit at least the quarterback. You gotta at least hit him in the option sense when you're Damn. that close to the mesh point. You know, you you gotta make the quarterback be like, "Fuck this! I'm not gonna take the ball anymore. I'm just gonna hand it off constantly," and they just. 
they just didn't do that. They didn't do that whatsoever, and it was. Um... Yeah, I mean, you score twenty eight points in the first half, and then follow that performance up with a, a seven pointer in the second uh, half. Jeez, man, it was awful, man. I mean, I think at halftime, Notre Dame had like negative in rushing yards. They ended the yeah. game with like 42, but holy cow. It was it was just it was, bad. Like it wasn't like a good comeback from Oklahoma State. It was just bad football by Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Very bad football. It it just the defense, they're just not they're not good. The linebackers are not good. Well, most of them. Most of them are not good. Uh, the D linemen aren't the same either. They're not shedding blocks, making those stops in the at the run and stuff like that. It just, yeah, it was just awful. And I mean, Oklahoma State it should have been tied at halftime, but Oklahoma State had one of their receivers drop about seven straight passes, wide open passes. Yeah, they were struggling <laughs> in the beginning. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I mean. It was was not a fiesta. I mean, congrats to Oklahoma State, but, geez, Notre Dame. And I really wanted that that young coach to do well. He's like, he looked like he was about, what, 28? Starting in his first, uh, head coach in his first game. I was like, oh, man, and they come out hot. I was excited. And then they, they, they pull out that shit in the second half. Holy cow. Marcus Freeman is 35. A young-looking coach, man. Young coach. He's a young coach. He played in the NFL, too. Oh, yeah? What team? Um, He was drafted by the Bears. Oh, sorry. He played at, he played at Ohio State. He was drafted in the fifth round of the 09 draft. Yeah. The 09 draft consisted of yes, we are going off topic. <laughs> we me. Um Stafford, big names, Stafford, Mr. Darius Hayward Bay, who became a special teams specialist by the end of his career. BJ Raji, Noshan Moreno, Michael Crabtree, Arakpo, Malcolm Jenkins, Brian Cushion. Macklin, Alex Mack, Percy Arvin, Vontae Davis, Clay Matthews, Eric Wood, Donald Brown. I forgot about him. Um, what other big names? McCoy. Shady McCoy was in that draft. Jared Cook. Jared Cook, Mike Wallace. Um... Who else? Who else? Who else? Thomas Morstead. Oliver Quinn. Jason yeah. McCordy. Not a bad class. Did you think about it? Or now that you like you look at it, you know? Ryan Suckup. Some good uh, kickers out of it, apparently. Yeah. 
show the punters and kickers some love. All right. Um, what else? Oh, Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl. Now that was a freaking game. It was a very good game. It, records by Ohio State quarterback and uh, Smith and Jigba. Jeez, man. Oh, Rose Bowl has been probably one of the better bowl games in recent years. Oh, absolutely. Um. C.J. Stroud, six touchdowns, 573 yards off of 46 attempts. Casually. You know, he had one interception. Mr. Smith and Jigba, 15 receptions, 297 with three touchdowns. 290? Marvin Harrison Jr., six receptions, 71 yards, and three touchdowns. I thought it was over three. I'm seeing 347. Oh, on the stat I'm looking at. There's 15 receptions, 347 yards, three touchdowns. Okay. Which is ungodly. The NCAA on their website has not updated it properly. Anyways, that was that was a great game. Great game to watch. Came down to the wire. I mean, Utah looked like they were just going to take it home in the first half. Yeah. Started to come away with it. Mm-hmm. Third quarter, they came out hot. They, they had a little bit of everything going for them. Little yep. special teams, offense was working. Defense was doing its job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, uh, just Ohio State has just a better, just more that talented offense. roster, and you just you just saw it as the game went on. Yeah. And their uh, Utah's quarterback went out, I think it was like a concussion or something. Yeah, as soon as he went out, it was still a close game toward the end, but yeah. You you can't – in a playing against a team that's more talented than you, you can't lose your star player or your star quarterback and yeah. try, to, try to stay in there. Yeah, it, it, it was a good game. It was fun. Had everything. Sugar Bowl, Ole Miss, and Baylor. I, I guess this is why kids are opting out. Mr. Matt Corral, potential first-round draft pick, maybe QB1 off the board, has a uh, ankle injury. I believe it was an ankle sprain, though. I don't think it was fractured or torn ligaments or any of that kind, which... Probably would have been better for him, right? Because you know, when you tear something, it uh grows back stronger. So, um, what else? Nothing much with that uh Baylor, the Sugar yeah, Bowl. Yeah, it was kind of a boring one. Twenty-one-seven, Baylor won. Um. I guess the part we're all looking forward to, well, prior to the games happening, Alabama, Cincinnati. Okay, so I was a little bit off, but since he was doing a good job. 
I mean, they got three points in the first half and three points in the second half. That's right. Consistency is the name of the game. Um, yeah, I mean, Cincy, they didn't look awful. I will say that. They didn't look awful, but also, you know, Mr. Travis Kelsey, Cincinnati alum, said Bama played good enough. They weren't impressive. Well, good enough was more than enough to beat your team, Mr. Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I honestly agree with him in the sense that Bama could have played a whole lot better. Oh, could have. I just think they didn't want to put too much out there for for Georgia to, you know, be like, wow, they look really good. I think they wanted Georgia to be like, oh, they're not the same team we played in the SEC championship game. How much you want to get that they didn't even fucking practice for Cincinnati. They were already getting ready for Georgia. (laughs) You know, I feel like they, I feel like they practiced for Cincinnati for about, um, when did the season end? About end of November, beginning of December. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably game planned for a day, practice for a week, and then they game plan for Georgia for a week and have been practicing Georgia ever since. Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Absolutely, hundred percent. I think that's what happened. I think that's why Bama looked. Uh, they came out hot in that first drive, though. I will say that they came out just throwing the ball and attacking Cincy. Yeah, um, but I mean, you, we, a lot of people thought they were going to drop fifty on Cincy. Oh, I mean, I, yeah, I did too. But it looked like they were kind of. They were kind of holding the uh, the reins on them, you know. They weren't. I think Nick Saban wasn't willing to. You think it's some sort of bigger, elaborate plan? I thought it was just, I don't know, just not coming out as as impressive as they should have been. I just don't think that they really cared enough. Like I think the, I mean, obviously you can tell the skill gap in the players from Cincinnati and and Bama. Yeah, since he could not do anything on offense. No, and that that kid from Bama, that uh, defensive end that they have. Let me look for his name real quick. Um, where is he? Uh, Mr. Anderson Jr. I, I want to say Will is his first name. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude's a stud. I mean, shit, it's Bama. They all they all studs. I think he had like three sacks in the first half. Oh my goodness. Um, Let's see. Bryce Young, 181, three touchdowns, 17 for 28. I mean, they just needed to run the ball. They had 31, 300, sorry, not 31, 301 rushing yards off of 47 attempts. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they played good enough, though. Yeah, I think if my math suits me uh, correctly, they average six and a half yards a carry. <laughs> I mean, that's good enough. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I mean, yes, in a way, Mr. Travis Kelsey is right. 
but uh, yeah, yeah, I think since or, uh, Alabama could have definitely tried a little harder. Yeah. Um, and we got the next game where we thought this was going to be a close one. We well, were not. wrong. I was very disappointed. I was very dis. I stopped watching after the first quarter. Yeah. I said no, thank you. You know, I thought Michigan was going to be past this. I thought they, you know, they always do some shit like this. Honestly, yeah. if it was like a, a bowl game between Notre Dame and Michigan, You'd I would get the not greatest know bowl would, game ever played. I would not know who would shit the bed first. That's who would. Who would uh, uh, I'd be a good like, story out of that. You're talking about this year's Notre Dame and this year's Michigan. No, it's it's year in and year out with both these damn teams. Well, it'd be they're one both of the very talented. Games. Honestly, Never. they both look like they could compete for a national title. And then toward the end of the season, it's just like, well, here we are again. The same damn disappointment. Yeah. No, I hear you. And it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate because the one time I got to see Notre Dame in a national championship game, I turned it off five minutes into it. Oh, they got clapped. Yeah, the clapping. Taylor's girlfriend is still feeling strong. <laughs> um. Yeah, I guess. I guess the one really good thing that came out of these playoffs was did, you didn't watch it. You had to work, right? What? The playoff games? Oh no, you I didn't. Think I, I saw. You, I think I saw a couple of them. You were home. You didn't. You didn't have to work, right? You didn't work New Year's Eve. Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Wait, no. No, I didn't. You did it. No. The one thing that I really enjoyed was um, the camera angles. The, the angles of the angles. The all twenty-two and the sky cam and stuff like that from those two games. I watched all twenty-two. Mm-hmm. You watched like all a, twenty-two. Yeah, it was like the 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 Madden view. No, not the Madden view. Like. Like when you play FIFA, that view from FIFA, like you just watch it all from the side and you see the whole field. Yeah. Sideline view. Yeah. But it was up in like the press box. It's like you're at the game. It was just, yeah, it was it was nice because you can watch like the linebackers drop. You can watch the receivers run their routes. You can watch, you know, the coverages happen, the routes develop and stuff like that. It's not just watching the ball, you know. Um, but I do wish they would have like a, uh, an end zone view on an offense and defensive side. So, you know, your respective O-line and D-line coaches or linebacker coaches can watch those views just to see from like the defensive side and then the offensive side. Yeah. I'd, oh, I'd pay extra for that. Right. It'd be some good stuff. Um, wouldn't that be great? Like you have all those camera angles always rolling and like you as the person watching from home can just switch to whatever camera angle you like Mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. That'd be pretty cool. One thing that I enjoyed too was at least for me, I know some people prefer the other way was like the all 22 in the sky cam. It didn't have commentators. So you were just watching football. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's so fantastic. 
you were just watching like, football. Like you there's a meet Joe Buck button. Yeah. Like, holy you didn't, wow. You didn't, get, you didn't have to listen to Joe Buck. You know? Oh man. Like, yeah, it was it was good stuff. I was just like blown away. I was just sitting there watching football. I was just like, this is amazing. <laughs> Such a simple concept. Just right? sitting and watching football. Not having to listen to bullshit. And the stupid sideline reporters telling me how uh, the coach feels after their team gets beat by a lot of like that he's not going to say a lot of good things. He's like, yeah. "You need to play better defense." Yeah, no shit. You're down by yeah, forty. We need to tackle better. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, everybody knows that. <laughs> the other team knows you need to tackle better too. That's why they're scoring on you. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to hopefully they bring those uh, those uh, camera angles into the national championship game. I hope so. I mean, I wish. Yeah, but now we get a uh, a repeat. Bama, Georgia. The trilogy, right? The... This is number three. Right or number two? I know. Not not in the playoff system. This would be number two. Um, they might have played each other before the playoff system. No, like right. I'm talking about this year. Oh, this year? No, this would be number two. Really? They played. They played in the SEC championship game, and Bama won. Oh, Bama lost to Texas A&M. I thought they lost to Georgia yeah. earlier. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, 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 no. No. So, I think we kind of know where this is going to go. I think to it'll the be dogs. Closer, How about them dogs? I think it'll be closer, though, than the first one. Yeah, um, I hope I so. Because I, I, I really don't want to watch one team blowout for a championship. I want to watch four quarters of football. I don't want to watch a quarter and a half, five minutes, you know, of a football game. I want to watch next Monday all four quarters. Absolutely. Hey, uh, maybe in even uh, five quarters. I don't know. I mean, we had that in 2017 with Bama and Georgia. Had that in 2017. That'd be fun. They didn't have it last year. Bama, 52-24 over Ohio State. Jeez. Yeah. They need to need – this needs to be a good game. This needs to end – the college football season needs to end on a high note. I don't want to blow up. And then we need to get – Two fantastic news sometime this year. Expansion of college football playoffs and NCAA returning to video games. Officially. Book it. Book it. Two things we need to hear this year. Book it. And I think that'd be it for college football. Let me just double check this. 
yeah, that's it. NFL now. Um, oh, a little side note. I was thinking about this today. Maybe, you know, eventually down the road, we'll get into uh, maybe doing these video recordings and posting them on YouTube. And when we do our, like, our team picks, we can, you know, say, like, how we did with the, the football one, see who can go undefeated the whole season. We take that team, put it in Madden, simulate the season, see if your team wins the Super Bowl. Can you do that? You can do that. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I have a lot of time though. Yeah. yeah. The power of editing. The people won't have to see all that time being put into it. Damn it! Right. We'll post the like ten-hour behind the scenes and the, the making <laughs> all right. Just as with the right, um, but yeah, that's something you know down the road that we will look into doing is start posting on YouTube as well, posting these uh recordings of Kevin eating. Can you hear it? <laughs> no, I I'm just having a roast. No, you're good, you're good. I'm just saying, though, it's roast you're making me hungry. It's really good at sweet bread. And there's a little pop of baby Jesus in it. Don't, don't, like don't eat the Jesus, but it's good. Okay. I'm going to take your word for it. I think I've had it before. It's been a while, though. It's been a while. Um, all right. NFL, week 17. Wow. We got, we got playoff scenarios on playoff scenarios on playoff scenarios this weekend. Um, you sent me one. Uh, if the Chargers and the Raiders tie, they both make the playoffs. No. <laughs> and and I think, what, the Jags had to beat the Colts, though, too. Yeah. Uh, you got something on your eyebrow. <laughs> Don't worry about it. They can't see it. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> you saving it for later? I'm not. I'm not saving it for now. Okay. Um... But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be the biggest. Well, you're gonna yeah, be the biggest, the biggest uh, Jacksonville fan this weekend. I know the rest of the Steeler Steeler fans are gonna be right there with me on that. You know, what's the what's the scenario for the Steelers? Beat Baltimore. Jacksonville beats the Colts. Beat Baltimore. Jacksonville beats the Colts. Yep. And then the Steelers are in. And then the Steelers are in. Man, you got to rely it sounds, on Jacksonville. It sounds simple. <laughs> no, I mean, you rely on Jacksonville. Not, sounds like it, an awful idea. It's not simple. It's I really mean, not. I mean, I mean, they kept it close this weekend. It was. 50 to 10. I mean, at one point it was 0 0. They were tied with the Patriots at one point. When they, they were flipping the coin. I remember that part. That was cool. Yeah. I don't even know if they won the coin toss. I, didn't they lose? I, don't, I think they lost the coin toss, too. <laughs> yeah. They weren't, they weren't starting hot pot either. No. Um, but yeah. They, they, <laughs> I think at one point I looked, it was like 
42 to 3. Yeah, you know, you're you're relying on the wrong team. I know. I know. They play the Colts, and the Colts are pretty hot right now. They did just lose to the Raiders. The Raiders are, are good enough. I don't the know. Raiders are like the rest of the AFC. You don't know what team is going to show up. You're either going to get the Raiders that got blown out by Kansas City twice, or you're going to get the Raiders who've beaten Baltimore, a good Baltimore in the beginning of the year, a good Colts team, and a, a Steelers team in Pittsburgh. You know. Um, Did you say else? a good Steelers team or a, a Steelers team? No, I team? said a Steelers team in Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, I thought you said that. That was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's still he's still him at heart you know uh, they they beat uh they beat the cowboys in dallas you know it just you don't know what team is gonna show up Nah. um that's like the rest of the nfl but uh chiefs to start off sundays the chiefs and the Bengals. what a game Yeah, game. Jamar Chase sets a, a single game record for rookies, two sixty six. He had a, he had a pretty good game. Yeah, just a little bit. He had more. He had more receiving yards than I think they said Patrick Mahomes had passing yards. That is true. Patrick Mahomes had, had two hundred fifty nine. Uh, Chase had two hundred sixty six. And Baker had 185 passing. And why are we bringing up Baker? (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just looking at all the passing yards for the quarterbacks from these games. Carr had 255. Tua Tungavailoa had 205. Heineke had 247. Jeez, 266 receiving. I thought they were playing Madden, and Jamar Chase was the only receiver. Yeah. Go routes on rookie mode. Go routes on rookie mode, arcade mode. This man was just going off. Yeah. Potential AFC championship game right there. Don't you start with that shit. I'm just saying. Don't you start with that shit. Potential. Just because they have one good game against the Chiefs doesn't mean Joe Burrow is the greatest of all time. And they're going to win the freaking Super Bowl. When they're, did those words come day, out of my mouth? At the end of the day, they're the Cincinnati Bengals, and they're going to do some shit in the playoffs. They're going to they're gonna crap their pants right before the championship game. Yeah. Book it. Could happen. Here's the book. Yeah. For everyone that can't see, Kevin pointed at the camera and said, book it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, no, because everyone's like, all of a sudden, I I said potential. I didn't say book this game as the championship AFC. You practically said it. I said, you should be embarrassed. I said, how? (laughs) How? 
if if the Steelers don't make the playoffs, I'm gonna I'm a Chargers fan. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm being serious. If, once if the once Steelers... they tie this weekend with the Raiders. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think uh, they're gonna go out there at, at the coin toss. And after the refs walk away, they're going to be like, hey, so uh, we're tying, right? So we both make it. <laughs> Just take a knee the entire game. Yeah. We'll both kick field goals on our last possessions. Easy money. Easy money. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll kind of skim over some of these games that don't really matter. Uh, Bears, Giants, Bears 29-3. Dalton started. Don't really care. Uh, Bills, Falcons. Again, I still can't wrap my mind around the fact that the Falcons are, what, just a seven and nine. I could have sworn they did, haven't won a game in years. Yeah, I thought they were at least like. I thought they were fighting for uh, the top four, four spot. Team. With I like thought three they lost wins. a few more. Yeah. I mean. They're staying in there, though. I mean, their only wins have come against Giants, Jets, a bad Dolphins team at the time, a bad Saints team, Jaguars, Panthers, and Lions. So I guess, yeah. So they're bad. They're a very bad seven and nine team, or a good seven and nine team. I don't really know yeah. where to place them anymore. <laughs> Um, Eagles and Washington football team had a pretty good one. Um, did you see the video of uh, Jalen Hurts almost dying after the game? Oh, when the stands collapsed inwards? Yeah, like right right next to him. The tunnel collapsed? Yeah, that wall right there, it just collapsed right next to him. You know, was it, wait, wasn't it Washington Stadium where the like pipes were leaking or some shit? Could be. You remember seeing that like video where like like it looked like like a pipe straight up burst and it was like flooding during a game. I think that was. Let me see. I'm looking it up real quick. FedEx Field may have another sewage problem. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. It Dude, happened that... in one of the uh, the press boxes. Yeah. Oh, it's a spring uh, leak. Wow, I can hear oh, that. Right, right next to your ear, there, buddy. Yeah. A little loud. A little loud. Dog, that's such a shithole. Yeah, I guess the sprinkler system in that like press box broke. But yeah, it's happened twice. And this stadium's the, literally falling apart. And then the rail well, it's I've been to that stadium. It's an old stadium. It definitely needs to be burned to the ground. Burned to the ground and another one needs to be built in its place. Oh man. And then here's another one from September, September twelfth, where the uh the pipe bursts above a a fan. During season opener, man. Yeah. 
It was a that one was a sewage pipe. The other one was a sprinkler system. Jeez, man. Hey, if they tear down that stadium and build a new one on top of it, is it kind of like building on an Indian burial ground, or is that a little weird? No, because they're the football team. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. You could change the name, but they used to be the Redskins. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe they don't. Maybe it's bad juju. Maybe they just need to get out of Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Washington, D.C., that is for you people who think Washington is in. Is not. On the West Coast. Yeah. Yeah, it's East Coast people. Washington, D.C. is East Coast. Anyways, um, yeah, that that team, that team, and Jacksonville need to just leave. They need to start fresh. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, in other Washington news, we should be getting a a team name here soon. Oh, what were the the candidates? I know, like one was like the ambassadors or something like that. Like, yeah, the presidents. I think the best one was the Red Wolves. Um, Red Wolves. <sighs> February second, we will know what they're gonna use. Um, oh, the Red Wolves are out. Won't be the Wolves or the Red Wolves, which I would have loved the Red Wolves, honestly. The Red would have been amazing so red wolves and football team are not coming back or not you know in the list so it's the armada presidents brigade defenders red hogs and commanders the Those what all terrible. the washington armada the washington presidents the washington brigade no the washington defenders brigade i thought the you washington said washington gays I was like, whoa, that's, that's very, very progressive. Red Hogs. Oh, man. And Washington Commanders. The Red Hogs? The Red Hogs. You couldn't just keep Red Wolves? Come on, ride the Hogs. You know, it'd be cool, though, if at halftime they had pigs running across the field. Damn. That'd be some halftime entertainment right there. Like they had pig races. Man. Three-yard dash races. Yeah, I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that. <laughs> I wouldn't be super proud of my team if that was if that was my team, but, but I mean I'd watch it. This is what we're down to, huh? Fucking hog races. Yeah, Red Wolves. Red Wolves would have been good. But I don't know why they took the Red Wolves out. Yeah, that honestly sounds like the better name. Yeah. But, you know, I'm actually starting to like the Washington football team. Every time I see their, uh, you know, abbreviation i think what the fuck 
Yeah. What fucked so, up? Yeah, what fucked up? Um, anyways, let's hop on to this very close Miami Dolphins and the Tennessee Titans game. Uh, 34-3. Very close. Very competitive. Very competitive. Um, competitive in the point where Derrick Henry is activated off of IR. I think Good. he will still sit out this week, and he will play in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, didn't uh, Tennessee clinch, right? Yeah, they clinched So with their okay. win. No big deal. No biggie. Yeah, no biggie. Um, the game of the weekend, Buccaneers and Jets. Um, I think what we're more going to be talking about is not necessarily what happened uh, in between the lines, but more on the sideline of the Buccaneers. Mr. Antonio Brown left with five minutes left in the third quarter, took off his shoulder pads, his jersey, threw his gloves in the stands, threw his sweatband in the stands, threw his undershirt in the stands, and jogged off the field. Um, but his ankle have, hurt really bad. Well, based on the what he said is that, you know, with the the type of um, drug that he was injected with, you know, the to kind of to numb the pain and allow him to play. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Obviously, like you know, like I like we said, it's it's the he said she said scenario, and you got Bruce Arians saying that. AB was throwing a fit because he wasn't getting his touches and this and that. And then you got AB saying, like, I told Bruce Arians that my ankle was hurt and I it was hurting and I couldn't go back in. I couldn't handle the pain anymore kind of thing. And he told me to leave. And so that's why I left. And the organization, after I already seen a top-end doctor at this hospital saying that, I have torn ligaments and a bone fragment that, you know, a piece of, of my bone is broken, um, saying I need surgery as soon as possible. And then the organization, the Tampa Bay Buccaneer organization saying that I need to go see their doctor that they recommend. And it's some quote unquote junior doctor from that same building, um, presumably to just brush it under the rug and say, Oh, it's just a bruise. He's fine. Kind of thing. Um, but yeah. Um, I mean, like I told you, I think what we all want to hear is Tom Brady speak out on this because if things truly went down one way or the other and, and, you know, Tom Brady is in Antonio Brown's corner as he says he is. He needs to speak up. Dog, I don't believe Antonio Brown one bit. You know, I don't know. I want to believe him, but. You really honestly I'm... believe he had an ankle injury that long and just didn't just freaking sit out? I don't know. He it's was like it's a justifiable he was reason. It was questionable out. for the game. And I, like I said, I don't know. Like I said, I want to believe him, but at the same time, I can't just because of his history. You know? 
um it's just it's it's an it's an interesting thing uh i don't i don't know know. yeah but when, when you couple it with him exiting the way he did and then later to be seen at a nets game yeah, I kind of yeah. don't no, like, believe like, that it was like a legit. Oh, my ankle! And then he drops his what his rap album or his rap song or whatever. Something he, like that. Yeah. Like I said, I want to believe the guy, but based on his his um his history and his track record, it's uh it's, it's he's hard. probably doing some shit. It's probably him. It's hard. It's hard to believe the guy. Um. I mean, shoot! I would, I would love to hear any, any of his teammates say like, "Yeah, AB was pushing his ankle way too much," and then Coach Arians was just like, "You know, this motherfucker needs to play," or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I hear you. I like I said, I hear you. Um, we'll see. We'll see what what happens with this. I mean, he was officially released today from Tampa Bay. Nah, Antonio Brown released the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers didn't release <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh boy, Antonio Brown! It, you know, if it comes down to where he, it none it, like Bruce Arians is, you know, true is right in the situation. Like he, what he says is what actually happened. Antonio Brown needs help. He he needs mental job. help. He needs help. He is certifiable. Needs the psychological help for sure. Yeah. Oh, man. We'll just have to wait and see. I mean, it probably won't take long for... Real question is, does he get a job after this? I don't know. I, 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 I think since it didn't work out in New England and then it didn't work out in in Tampa Bay and Tampa Brady Buccaneers. Um, I don't think he does. This is his fourth team. He's burned. And this Steelers, is his third. The Raiders. What, the past two years. Past two years, man. Third team. So. And everybody, I mean, I'm just going to throw this out there. Everybody's like, oh, it's Pittsburgh's fault. They let him get like this. Apparently, from what I've heard or what I've read, uh, Antonio Brown was like this in Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh just did a better job controlling him. And, <laughs> and that's him. saying a lot. <laughs> yeah. Considering how, what, what played out in Pittsburgh, and they did yeah. the better of the job out of all the teams to control yeah. the psychopath. Not even Belichick could control him. No, Belichick's like, nah, I'm good. I, you can leave. <laughs> he he only lasted what four games in New England before he got cut. Yeah. This. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think he gets a job after this. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we talked about the, the close game between the Patriots and the Jaguars. Uh, Panthers, Saints, Saints won. I think they keep their playoff hopes alive. Um, they do. I believe so. I just stopped caring after like 
what's his face? Oh man, they're five hundred. Um, they, they started having the uh, quarterback carousel. I thought they were they were going to be done. So, your we'll, boy we'll Cam Jordan quick. coming alive though. Oh really? Yeah, you got a, you got a few sacks that game. Panthers sitting. Yeah, man. It's your favorite player. Fuck that guy. What a dick. Having a late season surge. Yeah, I mean, their defense has been the story. He got like, he got like what, like three against the Dolphins? Uh, three against, yeah, the Dolphins, right? When they played each other the other week, Saints and Dolphins. Did they? I believe so. It was like a Thursday night game, right? Mister Ian Book had to start. Ian, yeah, I don't, I don't think he got a sack uh, that game. I think he got. No, no, he got a couple sacks that game. Yeah, yeah, because he's up to eleven and a half right now. I think he was at like seven and a half or eight last time we looked. Coming alive. But all right, let's run through the rest of these, and then we'll go over the playoff scenarios. Um, Cardinals, Cowboys, uh, Cowboys look very lackluster on offense. Hey, look Cardinals, at you. Cardinals look like shit too. You the Dookie won. Bowl, but yeah. somebody had a win, and it was the Cardinals. Yeah. The the not so Dookie of the two teams. Um, Raiders, Colts, Raiders squeaked it out. Colts are just like every other team in the AFC where you don't know what team is going to show up. Yeah. <laughs> um, Niners beat Texans. Uh, Chargers Broncos didn't go as I thought. I thought it was going to be a little closer, but good for the Chargers. Definitely sealed that. Don't need any close ones there. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Um, Seattle putting up 50 against the Lions. Good for Seattle. I mean, all they're doing is fucking the Jets out of a higher draft pick. Good. You go, Seattle. Yeah. They're 6-10 and at the moment. They play the Cardinals next week. Oh, good luck with that. Um, Rams, Ravens. Ravens going for two, I think it was again, to try and win the game, and they didn't get it. And they played with um, Josh Johnson at quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. The Ravens? Mm-hmm. No, it was uh, Huntley. Oh, the pr- game prior was Josh Johnson. My apologies. Yeah. Played Huntley. Huntley. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't do uh, fantastic. No, but he's not bad overall. Yeah, it could have been worse, honestly. Yeah. Um. Vikings Packers knew that was going to happen. Packers blowing out the Vikings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was a little bit disappointing. <laughs> and then Big Ben's last home game in a uh, potential last home game in Heinz Field. Antonio Brown thinks otherwise. Just to let you know. Yeah, Antonio Brown thought otherwise in a in a. Uh, very 
a heartfelt message about Ben for the kind of shit he was talking about Ben when he first left, which you listen to some of the stuff he was saying and you're like, okay, I can kind of see, you know, certain things about certain passes being, you know, more Ben's fault than Antonio Brown's fault, but Ben was blaming Antonio Brown kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, Najee Harris, 188 on the ground, had more rush yards than Baker Mayfield had pass yards. Sucker um, Baker. TJ Watt, 21 and a half sacks. He had four sacks that game. He was, uh, they were having a good game. It was his second four sack game in three weeks. You know, he's playing well. Yeah, because I think he that, had that, four that's against my big take. the Titans. He's playing how well. many How many sacks does he need for the record? One to tie it. One oh, and man. a half. Oh, man. Oh, man. And he's doing it against the Ravens. Oh, here it is. This is what you ask for. If you are a Steeler, this is it right here, man. Yeah, and I don't know if Lamar is playing this weekend. Maybe, probably he not. Should, but um, it, he did not participate. He is still out with his ankle injury. But um, one thing I did want to touch on um, play not playoff scenarios, real quick. Uh, MVP, uh, defensive player of the year votes. Um, we kind of, I think we kind of know who it is. Especially if he breaks the record. Oh yeah, it should be him. Um, obviously, other votes are going to go to Aaron Donald. Um, and Miles Garrett will get some. He's been very lackluster, but I think he's dealing with a foot injury as well. And then Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons will win Defensive Rookie of the Year, but he will also get Defensive Player of the Year votes. Um, I think TJ... Now, I'm not saying win MVP, but TJ should get votes for MVP. Now, am I saying he should get, like, you know, votes to where it makes him close to win it? No, but just to show that it's not just a quarterback-dominant you know, award. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it is, but... Well, yes, it is. You know, which is unfortunate. They should just change it to best quarterback. If that's the case. You know? But, um, and then Trayvon Diggs. He, he's three interceptions away from tying the record. But, I mean, when you get targeted almost a hundred times in a season... You're you're bound to get interceptions, right? Yeah, yeah. I love this. Uh, the things you're sending me that like he's more of a liability than an asset, just because he gives up so many yards. That's why he's getting all his interceptions. It's because they're targeting him because he's given up over I think a thousand yards. Yeah, a thousand yards and over double digit touchdowns. 
Yeah, that's that's the other side of the pillow that no one wants to talk about. No, everybody exactly. just sees, you know, the eleven interceptions, and they're like, "Oh, he's good. He's really good." No, garbage. He so I, there's a guy at work who's a Cowboys fan, and we were talking about defensive player of the years, and he's like Trayvon Diggs, hello, and I was like, the dude is awful. He's fourth most uh, coverage snap coverage sap, snaps with 606. He's been targeted the third most with 93. He's allowed the tenth most receptions at 53. He's allowed the most receiving yards in 962. Oh, it's not double-digit touchdowns, but he's allowed the ninth most touchdowns with five. And PFF is kind of weird with their grading, but in PAF, PFF, PFF terms, he's 45th out of 134 corners in the league. That's not good. If we're talking about Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah. So he don't think he's going to win it. Um, he does get interceptions. I mean, he could potentially break the record just because he gets targeted so much. You know? It's possible, but like... It's possible. Yes. If you look at uh, those other stats, it's like, this guy's not good. He's not a good cornerback. He's, He's all- he gets interceptions, sure. But, yeah. like... You shouldn't be targeted that much. You shouldn't be giving up this many yards. Yeah. Yeah, you you can't do that. We'll see. He'll get votes just based off his interceptions, but he he won't be in the conversation of like, wow, he almost won it kind of thing. Yeah. You know? Um. All right, let's go through these uh, playoff scenarios. So AFC-wise, the uh, Bengals and Chiefs have clinched along with the Titans and the Bills. Okay. Uh, Bills have not won the division yet. Yet. Because they just need to win this weekend. So if they lose and New England wins, New England wins the division, but the Bills are playing the Jets. Didn't they lose to the Jets earlier? Yes. Hey, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Um, So that's that one. Um, So basically, Bills are in. Like I said, they're clinched. Uh, Ravens. They need to win. Have the Chargers lose. Colts lose and Miami lose in order for the Ravens to make the playoffs. Well, nobody wants that, so. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. I mean, I don't even want it. Um, the Bengals can get the first seed if they win. The Titans lose, Chiefs lose, and Patriots lose. That That's unlikely, but they can dream. Um, Colts if they win, they're in. Um, basically, yeah. If they lose, they need Pittsburgh to tie, or they need Pittsburgh to lose and Miami to win, and the Chargers to lose as well. No, that's okay. We don't like that situation. <laughs> um, 
Chiefs get first round get the number one seed with a win and a Titans loss. Since the Titans have the tiebreaker. Nah, screw the Chiefs. Uh, Raiders are in if they win. No. They play the Chargers, obviously. No. You know. Um, Chargers are in if they win. Patriots can clinch the number one seed if they win, Buffalo loses, Kansas City loses, and the Titans lose. What about the Bengals? Huh? If the Bengals win too. Uh, Bengals will only have 10 wins. Oh, they are at 10. 11 and They would be 11 and 6. Um, Did they already play the Bengals? And that's why they got the number one seed? Maybe. I think so. And they have the tiebreaker. Nope. Oh, so yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter about the Bengals, apparently. <laughs> Screw the Bengals. We'll give it to the Bengals. I, guess, I think at that point it goes by strength of schedule. In a way. Um, Arbitrary, but, but okay. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, and then to win the East, they just need to win and Buffalo lose. Um, Pittsburgh, they get their win. They get the playoffs if they win. And the Colts lose and either the Raiders or Chargers win. <sighs> Obviously... We want Chargers win, Colts lose. Playing the Jaguars, though. Yeah. Well, apparently there's a statistic. The Colts have not won in Jacksonville in X amount of years. Yeah, this is a different Jacksonville, though. This is not a a good Jacksonville. Well, I mean. This is a worse than normal Jacksonville, I think. Let's see. The Colts are 15 and a half point favorites. If you're a betting man, I would actually take that. In the past six years, the Colts have lost dating back to 2015 in Jacksonville. Hey, screw it. Might as well take it, right? Doesn't hurt. You know, there are a couple wins. There are two wins that they have have come in Jacksonville. It's a shitty place to play. Yeah. So it could happen. It could happen. I might have to put some money on Jacksonville, though. So that's it for the uh, oh, the Titans uh, for first seed. They just need to win. Just win, baby. Yeah. Um, NFC, <coughs> uh, Packers, Cowboys, Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, Eagles are all in. Um, Cardinals win the division with a win or a Rams loss. Rams win the division with a win. Um, Saints clinch the playoffs with a win and a Niners loss. Uh, Niners win and they're in. And that is it in the NFC. So oh. a lot more, a lot more going on in the AFC. Yeah, in the NFC, it's a damn shootout in the AFC. Yeah. So, like I said, if you're a if you're a betting man, you might want to take um, 
take a little gander over at that that point spread for the uh, Colts Jaguars game. But you also have to bet on the Jacks, the Jet Jacksonville Jaguars here. Yes. Yes, you do. It's a gamble. It's a, yeah, it's a good gamble though. So, I think that be it for us. Um, you got anything you want to add on, Kevin? What were we talk? Hold on, give me one second. Stall him with uh, some of your interesting commentary. My interesting commentary. Um, <laughs> all right. My interesting commentary is that I think Kevin oh, needs oh, oh, to oh, oh, fucking okay. find somebody to make a logo for us. Oh fuck! <laughs> is it easier to get a sack or a pick? That's what I was looking oh. for. Oh, um, I'd say sack, to be honest. Yeah. Um, a pick, I don't know. It It's difficult because there's more than one way the ball could go. I mean, the same thing is essentially with a sack, but it's, yeah, it's a lot easier with a sack. Um. I mean, unless you just suck as a corner and you're like Trayvon Diggs and you just get targeted, you know, a hundred times throughout the year. He's doing a little strategy is what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, one out of every, out of every 10, 10 targets, you're getting an, an interception essentially. Just the yards and touchdowns don't matter. It's all about the pick, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, I didn't disagree with that. But I think Micah Parsons could have had a better argument if he yeah. kind of knew what he was talking about. He didn't really know what he was talking about. Yeah. You know, he was just trying to throw stuff out there. Yeah. And he, he like, didn't really I mean, throw anything out there. There's so many so many ways you – like, I think the be- better line of that little argument was you can draw up a sack, you can't really draw up an interception. Because you yeah. could you could do stunts, you could send a linebacker, you could send a corner. Yeah, I mean you could have perfect coverage. I mean the quarterback could just throw it in the ground. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not wrong. You are not wrong. Um, what else? I think that's it. I think. Yeah, Kevin needs to get the ball rolling on a on finding somebody to make us a logo. I will do it myself. So we're not the uh, the faceless, nameless Browns over here. We are the great faces. We are the the, the, <laughs> the sports cast team. Yeah, the sports cast team. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, eventually, like I said, down the road. Don't know how soon we look into doing some some live record. Well, not live recording, but posting on YouTube and doing, I don't know, probably like every other week, doing like a basketball one, um, you know, and then a football one. Uh, maybe baseball. Baseball would take a little longer. Man, baseball. 
Um, something major has to happen in baseball, is what I'm saying, yeah. for you to actually stop and like do a recording on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we can include th- th- those clips, kind of show you guys the uh, the stats that happened through the season, and see if mine or Kevin's team wins the Super Bowl. It's probably mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we can. Like I said, we can do basketball too, you know, and whatnot, and then just go from there. Stay tuned but, for more. Yes, stay tuned for more. Try and figure out ways of interaction with the listeners as well. Um, get your guys's feedback on stuff and whatnot. Um, but if you know us, just text us. And tell us what you think. Like, hey, you guys fucking suck. And, you know, it's feedback. You suck! <laughs> so easy you do with it. With your shitty ass. You know what? <laughs> Fuck you and your opinion. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we take con- yeah, think- constructive criticism very well, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, as you could tell, it's very well taken, you know. No talk back here from us. Um, all right, Mr. Soggy Waffles. I think. I think, I think we're good. I think we're good this week. You know, it's a nice it little good week. An almost two two hour recording. Um, had a lot to talk about. Next week, we'll have more to talk about. We got the playoffs, the national championship, a little more basketball. Maybe we'll have some more news on baseball as to why the lockout is. Still locked out. It's still locked out as of now. And then, yeah, you know, figure something out to something else out to throw in that in that mix. But it seems like the way the NFL has been going, we'll have plenty to talk about. Oh, absolutely. You know, so thank you all for listening. Appreciate you guys for listening. Um, we do have four followers now. We went up a follower. Okay. Hell yeah! Thank you. We went up. We went up. Somebody is is seeing the lights and enjoying what yeah. we're throwing down. They're picking it up and they're like, "Oh, that's some good stuff yeah. right there." Yeah. We're doing good. We're doing, We're doing it, good. So, like I said, we appreciate you guys. Thank you all for listening. This is the Legacy Sportscast. We are sitting here comfortably on our couches with our drinks in our hand and our chips on the table. Going all yeah, in. Just, yeah. see, see you next week, Kevin. See ya. Same time. Same time. All right. Peace Bang out, everyone. Down.